This. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> it's early break with Zip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I did not list this uh, fact that I saw uh, regarding this line today. Again, I told you Nebraska, one-point favorite today against Iowa. Per the Bear, which is a Chris Balica of, of ESPN College game day. Yes. Ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready, Jake. Here's a, here's a fact for you. A 3-8 and eight team has not been favored against a 9-2 and two football team like Nebraska is today against Iowa since 1978. Where'd you find this? That's from Chris Valica, the bear from ESPN. Where did you see it? I saw it on uh, a website. A wanna, website. Yeah, I don't want to tell you what the website is. Okay, you can tell me on the break. Yeah. What was that game? I'm going to pull up for you for it. But, it, but again, the last time a 3-8 and eight college football team was favored against a 9-2 and two team per Chris Valica of ESPN was 1978. I'm trying to figure out what, lineup, what game that was here shortly, but... Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't happen. It does not yeah, that's happen. The that's the point. Um, yeah, it's extremely interesting. It's been a remarkable season for Nebraska. I've, you know, I think I've covered 27 seasons now, and they all some. You know what? Games run together. Seasons don't. But this one's unique. Okay. They're all unique in their own way, but this one's particularly unique. I don't have the teams that were part of that, but I can say this, though. Uh, this is more from Chris Falica, the Bear from ESPN. He says, he went on to say that the other 82 instances were since 1978 where teams with those records, 3-8 and eight and 9-2, and two, played each other. Every three and eight or worse team was at least a seven and a half point underdog. Okay, so it hasn't happened since seventy eight. Don't know the teams. The, the, the three and eight was favored over a nine and two. Right, and every other time since, where it's three and eight and worse versus versus nine and two, it's at the best seven and a half point spread in favor of nine nine and two. Teams. People may think we're focusing on this a little too much. It's bizarre. <laughs> it, it, it this is kind of yeah. earth shattering. Well, and what I but I, what I'm what I was going to say is. That it helps illustrate the, the sort of strange and remarkable nature of the season, and it somewhat I delve into. I go from there to Nebraska has played a wicked schedule. Yes, a, a schedule it has been wicked. Yeah, a schedule that we knew was going to be tough, and it was even tougher than we thought it was going to be. Right. Um, so that's that's that that. <laughs> there's some things that you learn though in life. There's a, some things. There's some things you just have to file away. One is nobody cuts a head coach slack when he's down to his number two quarterback or number three quarterback. You don't cut coaches slack for that. They don't get cut. If I was a coach, I'd make darn sure I have a really good backup and a num- number three guy too, because nobody cares. They don't cut you slack when you're trying to keep your job. Um, the other part of it is they don't care about your schedule. In fact, some people. Frost detractors will try to tell you this schedule isn't that tough. That, I mean, that's just that's they don't they won't acknowledge that it's a tough schedule. Oh, it's Big Ten schedule. All the Big Ten teams play tough schedules. Oh yeah, yeah, they're all the same. 
They're all the same, right? Uh, <laughs> no, they're not. Not all Big Ten schedules are the same. Not everybody's crossovers are Nebraska's like Nebraska. crossovers were Ohio State and Michigan this right. year, which are playing t- tomorrow in the yeah. game for between top ten teams. Yeah. <laughs> top five teams, oh, by the way. Number two, number five. Right. That was your crossovers. And you played, yeah, and you played at Michigan State. And <laughs> you played at Michigan State. Yeah. Speaking of them, you have a thought on Mel Tucker? Why this? Okay, you have a fact on Mel Tucker. He signed his contract. Yes, Mel Tucker signed his 10-year, $95 million contract uh, within the last day or two. And I hear people say he's a program builder. I hear people say he's a program builder and he's never built a program. <laughs> I don't, I don't, what program has he built? Well, let's see here, Sip. He, came, he, he got his first head coaching job when he came from Georgia to Colorado, was there for exactly one year, and they went under five hundred. that season. They went 5-7 overall and 3-6. and six. Now, if you count beating Nebraska as your program builder, right. I guess, sure, you, you've, you've done that, but that's, so, that's not building a program. So though. Mel Tucker's a program builder. He's been at Michigan State two years. His first year is 2-5. and five. I'm not bashing Mel Tucker, but how can you call him a program builder at this point? They're betting on Mel They're Tucker. betting on it. They're yeah. betting. They're betting on it. Yeah, this with is a, no proof. With th- no proof. Yeah, this is official from the school. They did, they did announce Wednesday, a 10-year, $95 million deal has been signed by Mel Tucker. Oh, God, more he power is, to him. He is in for the long haul. Yeah, you, you don't turn that down. If he survives the long haul. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. He's going to get the money no matter what. That's true. Um, I mean, unless he... His, yeah, his contract is fully guaranteed. Tucker's contract is fully guaranteed. His buyout to leave Michigan State remains unchanged from his original contract, $2.5 million with annual decreases by 500000 I can tell you that there's people like me that are going to be watching Michigan State closer than ever waiting to say gotcha. That's, that's, I'm, so, I'm sorry. That's the way this works. Right? I mean, that's I mean, today when they play Penn State, if they get beat by Penn Tomorrow. State – yeah, t- tomorrow. I'm sorry, and he, and he's zero and two with that contract. I mean, he signed it today, but it was you know signed it Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was the big that was the big story against Ohio State. Is wow, you know he got offered it. Ohio State's like, yeah, please sign that contract. Yeah, please sign go that contract. Yeah, go we'll ahead. Put forty nine on you at halftime. We'll, we'll give you a raise too on top of it. We'll add some money on top of it, Mel. Yeah, let's, see, let's see what. Let's see what. Here, here's a quote from Mel Tucker. He says, "Quote: This is a process to build a championship winning program." A process that drives us to be better. A process that re- demands relentless soul and grit and requires the support from Spartans across the globe. I am honored to be a part of the Spartan process today and for years to come. Mel Tucker signing his extension. Ten years, $95 million on Wednesday with Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State today or tomorrow. Tomorrow. Why, can't, why do I keep saying today? Tomorrow. Don't, don't answer that. Tomorrow plays plays Penn State at 2.30 p.m. in Spartan Stadium. Penn State is just a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Ah, that's about what you'd expect, right? Yes. One-and-a-half-point yeah. favorite. Um, only Nick Saban uh, is, makes more on an annual basis than uh, Mel Tucker, apparently. Yeah, that's, that's it, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, the contract includes non-performance-related compensation of $9.5 million per year, including a $5.9 million base, $3.2 million in supplemental compensation for media and personal appearances, plus a $400,000 contingent annual bonus contract expires in 2032. They're betting on Tucker. They are. Okay, the big one, today, the big one yep. tomorrow. Yep. Um, Ohio State eight-point favorites against Michigan. 
I, he, he, that's a tough, this is, I really like Ohio State in that game. I don't know and how you couldn't. Understanding that Michigan is, that front seven for Michigan is tough. They could make the hard, they could make yards hard to come by for Ohio State on the ground. By the way, that's an 11 a.m. kickoff tomorrow on Fox. Um, that seems like must-see TV to me. <laughs> you want to know what the, right now the cheapest ticket for that game? Um, in, a, in a stadium of 100,000-plus people? Hmm. This is per ESPN. It's got to be more than $250. Okay. Is it $300? $279 is the cheapest ticket to Ohio State, Michigan, yes. as of right now. I'll tell you, Jake. I, I mean, just think about the Harbaugh angle. Harbaugh's never beat him. What if? What if they just? What if Ohio State whacks Michigan? Maybe Michigan's had a good year. They're ten and one. I don't. Do you know. get the feeling that if it doesn't happen this year, it's just not going to happen? Kind of. Kind of. I, I mean, this Michigan team is is not phenomenal. They're good. I mean, they're really good. Yeah, they're not phenomenal. But we're looking at an Ohio State team that since the Nebraska game has played great, exceptional football. They blasted Purdue. They blasted Michigan State. It's almost like Nebraska was the wake-up game. Kind of, yeah. Like, holy cow, Like we gotta, we got to get it figured out. And then Garrett Wilson came back after that game, but isn't of course. It, wouldn't it be sort of strange to you if that's the way it works, that Ohio State is on the ropes against Nebraska, wins 26-17, to 17, and then blows out Michigan? Yeah, I mean, it's right. a little. I mean, it's confusing though, right? Well, isn't that what happened in 2018? Right? Didn't they? Michigan was good that year too, yeah, and that was point. that was seen as an average Ohio State team with Dwayne Haskins because they almost lost to Maryland. That's a good point. And people thought that Michigan would beat them, and Ohio State says, "No, nah, I don't think so," and blasted them blasted once them, again. Yeah. Like that blew blew them out. Right. That was a, a like a, a one loss Michigan team that was going for the playoff, and they just, they got crushed. I just don't think Michigan or any hardly anybody has answers for that Ohio State receiving core. I just don't. How do you how do you hold that down? Nebraska was aided with no Garrett Wilson that in that game, that but instead Jackson Smith and Jigba is still catching passes against this defense and yeah, still running. Yeah, and he's and he's still probably a first rounder. You know, Garrett Wilson, certain first rounder. Olave, certain first rounder. I think, I think um, Jackson Jigba. Um, Jackson Smith Najigba. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah. I think that. He's worked his way into that conversation too, and that they had that interview with Herb Street, all three of them, and they asked the three, "Who's the best athlete among the three? And it was Smith and Jigba. Um, did he say himself too? Yeah, he did. He, <laughs> He's like, "Oh, it's definitely me." He raised his hand. You guys yeah. are slow. And they agreed. Wilson agreed. Well, wow. yeah, yeah, that kid must be incredible athlete. Okay, and then the last game before we get to break uh, that that matters. So we mentioned Michigan State, Penn State, of course, the big game, Michigan, Ohio State, eleven o'clock, Fox tomorrow. You must see, and, and then of course at three o'clock, a, a massive one for the Big Ten West is number fourteen, Wisconsin at Minnesota, three o'clock on Fox. Uh, you know, this, if if Iowa wins today, they have to win that football game. Wisconsin's got to win, and Minnesota has given them some problems, yeah, recently, yeah, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, they have absolutely. Last year, they gave them problems. And and don't forget, Minnesota still has Gosh. a chance to win this division. If if they if Iowa loses today to Nebraska and Purdue beats Indiana and Minnesota beats Wisconsin, the Gophers are the ones going to the Big Ten championship. Wisconsin is is a seven point favorite at Minnesota, which seems high to me. Jake, yeah, Minnesota recently. Uh, you know they they've figured it out. They they're coming off of I guess they had two straight losses before they beat Indiana thirty five fourteen. They lost 
to Illinois in that terrible 14-6 game. Yeah, it's terrible. They lost to Iowa 27-22. That was not terrible. They played well that – they played pretty well that game. I watched the entire thing. And they had a shot I, at the end. I, you know, the, it makes sense Wisconsin's obviously favored. I, I guess I'd put it at four and a half, not seven you myself. Wonder, you wonder what Braylon Allen will do. In, I know. I am, I am curious. Yeah. Let's, let's see what Braylon Allen has to offer uh, Minnesota. And, by the way, regarding Minnesota, Mo Ibrahim is back next year. Announced on Twitter on Tuesday he is coming back to the Gophers next season. Good news for P.J. Fleck and company. Real, real good news. Yep. But, uh, again, I, I, I would say I expect the Badgers to win that game, their eighth straight win. Yeah, that's what it would be. By the way, last year's game that we referred to went into overtime. Um, Wisconsin beat Minnesota in overtime 20-17. to 17. Yeah, I think the game will be close. Over-under that one is 39. So Wisconsin favored by seven. Over-under is 39. Again, the Badgers riding a long win streak into that seven straight wins all in conference play. I guess they, sorry, they beat Army. Seven straight wins overall, six of those in conference play. Badgers are rolling. They were beatable last week. I mean, Jake, Saturday, I don't know. You probably you, you don't sit around watching football. I'm going to watch football. I'm, I'm watching. You You know where I'll be at 11 a.m. Okay. On my couch yeah, watching me, Ohio State-Michigan me tomorrow. Too, me too. Um, I have no obligations this weekend. I, and I think I'm going to watch Minnesota-Wisconsin. I think you have to. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I think I'm going to try to pull off. Well, Caston, grandson Caston, has a basketball games at 315 and 415. So I think I could get the second half of Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin, Minnesota. Those games last forever. Yep, they do. They do. Uh, song of the day. And, yeah, we're doing Aging Gracefully up next on early break. Of oh, the we're ticket. doing Aging oh, Gracefully. Oh, yeah. Okay.